Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always just. Oh, yeah. another episode of hard factor it is wednesday february 20th and make sure to go get your hard factor good morning coffee mug before they all sell out our top stories for the day mark is going to do one about bernie sanders being back for the 2020 election what can you repeat that (laughs) yeah yeah he's like an elderly little john back to entertain us um i'm gonna do a story about big news out of the vatican spoiler it's about forbidden sex so more of the same. Wes is going to do one about rampant racism in the world of high fashion. Yeah, the uh, spring color is just racism. <laughs> Who knew? That's the spring line. <laughs> <laughs> and Fat will take us through a lightning round of other headlines. Take it away, Mark. I love that Dollar Shave Club has everything I need to look, feel, and smell my best. What I love even more is the fact that I never have to go to a store. I mean, never. I haven't needed food because of the weight loss competition, so my shopping list is mostly just male grooming products, and DSC's got me covered. And they deliver everything I need right to my door. Also, they keep me fully stocked on what I use so I don't run out. You determine what you want and when you want it, and it shows up right at your door. For example, I have these organized geniuses send me their peppermint kick toothpaste once a month, so I've always got the toothpaste I need. Indeed. Also, it makes my mouth feel wicked clean. For a couple minutes after I use it, I totally forget that I've been a smoker for a decade. And since I accidentally got a fuckboy haircut, I've been using their dream hair cream to make me look slightly less like a fuckboy. My regular barber was sick. And right now, they've got a bunch of starter sets you can try for just $5, like their oral care kit. And after that, the restock box ships regular-sized products at regular price. So what are you waiting for? Get your starter set now for just $5 at dollarshaveclub.com slash hard. dollarshaveclub.com slash hard. Can you guys feel that? Can you feel it? What is it? What mm. you're feeling is the burn, mm. and not because you guys hate condoms as much as I do, but because Bernie Sanders is back, baby. Woo! Yes. He's back. The Vermont native oh, and yeah. former presidential candidate who was born on September 8th, 1941, announced on Tuesday he's running for president again in 2020. He would be 80 years old, 80 and a half by the time he was inaugurated if he were to win, and well over 84 mm. if he lasted the full term. That's old. Could you, yeah, could you imagine two terms, 88-year-old Bernie in yeah, there? That's what you want. That's what you want. You, you, want, <laughs> you want an 83-year-old guy traveling around the world trying to make peace with a bunch of leaders. That's, what? What you, that's when you really hit your stride of power is when yeah, you're in sure. your 80s, I find. He's, He's got just, a lot of pee breaks in his, in his future. Yelling at the 30-year-old crown prince of Saudi Arabia. No, crown pe- prince! Crown prince! You got to speak up! They're just going to put in a catheter. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, when asked in a CBS morning interview what would be different this time, Sanders replied, we're going to win. So there you go. It's confident. It's confident. Yeah, but come on. 
Come on. Confidence. The oldest president ever was Ronald Reagan, and he was nearly 74 years old when he was elected for his second term. Um, and President Trump would pass that if he were to be elected for a second term. Um, and he's currently too old. Yeah, President he's too Trump. old. He's already too old. Yeah, but he looks a lot better than Ronald Reagan did. But he doesn't. Yeah, but he doesn't sound young. He's he's like he's old. Go he's old. go watch looks some good. interview footage of Trump from the eighties, and it's a, he's a different human. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's yeah. too old. He's already he's just, senile. He's just older. He's just older and larger. He, he, he's just, he's he's too old currently. Looks good. Uh, there should be an yeah. age limit, I think, on how old a president can be for being too old to be president. Just like there's one for being too young. Yeah, I was going to run this year. Like, I can't run. You have to be 35. Uh, you have to be 35 by law. So why can't they cap it at say like you, you can't be over 70 at any? That's ageism. Well, that's you don't want to have that. Uh, Mark, well, it's not ageism because being 35 is ageism. It's true. So it's our it's, no, 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 no. Fuck no, you. no let me ex- <laughs> let me explain this. He's like the Joe Pa of socialism, yeah. all right, Bernie Sanders. So it's good to see him getting worked up out there. And if you don't want him to be elected again, I think he's just going to die. He doesn't know anything else well, to the, do. He's been an elected official I don't need him being the president life. in the United States at 80-something. Like, Let's the, be honest. It, it's ageism to be 35. It is ageism if I implemented my 70-year-old practice, but there's already ageism. We don't need a 70-plus-year-old. So Joe Pa was not. So you want, Joe Pa was also not coaching the team. Just, just to throw that, that he out. He was walking around. He was walking around and just... He wasn't he, calling there the were, plays, there were, there were little boys getting banged it, in his locker room. Look, oh, but it kept him alive. Though. They should make him take... It kept a, him alive. They should make him so take a driving test. You don't test. need to keep Bernie Sanders alive. This is the, to be the president of the United States. <laughs> Can you drive yourself <laughs> to yeah. the White House? Can you drive yourself to the White House? That's a good test to yeah, be the president. There's no way he's going to be able to so drive. Mark wants to kill Bernie Sanders. Well, okay. Fair. That's, <laughs> if you want to state it that way, sure. He just doesn't like octogenarians. Over 70, like, I love old people, but over 70 is like, enjoy your patio swing and a Tom Collins old. It's not run yeah. the greatest country in the world and try to solve everyone's problems. Old, I agree. Uh, oh, look, yeah. the president's bedridden again. I had a <laughs> pe- he had a pinochle marathon with the vice president, <laughs> and now he's under the weather. Like, <laughs> fuck off. Uh, I mean, there are so many Democratic candidates though for president now that we should actually do the Royal Rumble that we joked about. And Bernie Sanders coming in as a surprise number thirty entrant is pretty badass. Like, I would love that. to see him in wrestling underwear, oh, like yeah. wrestling shorts. Yeah, I, I just want to know what's. On. I well, just he, want to know what's under the hood. He definitely. He definitely just basically came into the into this ring with like a steel chair. Yeah, and just took like, everyone he, out. He just he just crushed any far left uh, person that was hoping to get everyone that currently announced was like fuck. Yeah. Uh, the best part of this yeah. though is that Larry David is going to characterize Bernie Sanders now every Saturday night, which is awesome because yes. Larry David David has got to be in consideration as the goat, the greatest of all time. Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm, top ten, maybe one and two comedies of all time. My favorite joke yeah. of uh, Larry David's is when he said he almost died uh, masturbating with a temperature of like 105. That's that's <laughs> he's like the closest I ever came to dying was when I masturbated with a temperature of 105. That's my he's, favorite, probably my favorite joke of all time. He's great. <laughs> and RIP Funkhauser. Um, oh, yeah. And Bernie, we're whooping yeah. your ass in the government po- podcast sector. Yeah, so sorry, suck on Bernie. that. You're yeah. not good at podcasts. Yeah. Oh, maybe we could get him on the pod, do a little campaign. He, he needs it. Yeah. He needs it. He's getting his ass kicked. Throwing him a bone. Let's take it to the Internet. Jonathan Nelson says, I still have your campaign sticker on the back of my truck. So that's great, Jonathan. Um, and then uh, Urs, Urs, just waiting. Yeah. It I was I was really hoping this was happening. I was thinking about taking it off. I knew you'd run again. I would have thought Prius, but truck is a little surprising. There's truck Bernie guys. Yeah, sure. Oh, no, that's the Bernie bros. Bernie bros is a A Honda. Honda. What's what's it called? The the Honda Air. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim Jim Gallo (laughs) says on the Internet, he says, uh, you know, it's official because he combed his hair again, which is a good point. (laughs) Yeah, he he, he didn't really comb it. He just like matted it with his hands for the first time in a year. Grandpa. So there it is. Nice. There it is. All right. From one heavy topic, the presidential election into another one. The Vatican. 
So uh, hold on to your butts, guys. On Monday, the New York Times released an article about, quote, the next big scandal at the Catholic Church. And guess what? It's all about the priests fucking the churchgoers. (laughs) No. (laughs) How many dicks do do priests have? Do they each have like three dicks? Again, (laughs) busy dicks. They got a lot of... A lot of jam. My other, my other two dicks are busy tonight, jars. but maybe you can suck on my third dick, son. Yeah. <laughs> Can't avoid all of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, but this time it's about the secret children that they father when they have sex with the churchgoers, or I guess nuns as well. Mm. Um, how it got exposed. Vincent Doyle, a psychologist in Ireland, discovered that his bio dad was actually a priest, um, but his mother never told him that until he was 28. The priest was posing as his godfather. Mm. Um, when he learned... Uh, he started a support group that eventually led him to getting to ask an archbishop about the situation. And the archbishop actually showed him a secret Vatican document that gave instructions for how to deal with unwanted priest oh, children God. or children of the ordained, as the church likes That's to call it. a pamphlet. The document also said, make sure to burn this document no later than October of the 18th century, which yeah. they did yeah. not uh, do, apparently. No. Yeah. Yeah. Godfather's also a pretty good name for him because, you know, like... Oh, yeah, yeah Godfather. God. True. At least he was involved. That's true. We don't know he was involved. At least he was involved. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And also, that document definitely said, never show this to a children of the ordained. So uh, the archbishop definitely breaks the It was at the bottom of the document. They said, don't even look at them. Yeah. They were like, ah, they realized it at the end. Shit. (laughs) Exactly. A Vatican spokesperson, since uh, he learned that from the archbishop, has confirmed that the, quote, internal documents do exist. And they refer to them as internal documents, so not supposed to be for the public consumption. Oh. Uh, there's, there's no estimate of how many priest babies there actually are, but the support group that Doyle started has over 50,000 members. So it's safe to say that if that's like the number on, on an unknown support group, the real number is pretty fucking enormous. We got, we got to interview a child of the ordained. Yeah, the, the shocking stat here is yeah. I didn't know that 13-year-old boys could have kids. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but a ching. Uh, so but to your point, Wes, <laughs> took me a minute to get the issue it. here. The issue up. here is that the priests are fucking anybody. No discrimination. So now the church has well-documented child sexual abuse, none sexual abuse and general churchgoer slash unplanned baby problems that are all widespread and pretty much the most disgusting things possible to have going on for a religious. Organization. Yeah. All the priests are like, see, it's um, not just little boys. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like this is a positive yeah. thing. This is spin zone. Yep. Yeah, appara- we will fuck Sorry. nuns What's too. Yeah. <laughs> if they're around. We're not that gross. <laughs> Third choice. <laughs> really, whoever's the most scared. We, yeah. we the we look for the person cowering the most from our three penises. <laughs> that's that's what, the one we have sex with. Our church is empty. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, apparently the internal documents make it mandatory to ask the priest if he wants to quit and take care of the kid when he finds out that he has one. But there's absolutely no way to enforce anything. So zero out of like the hundreds of thousands of priests who've been asked, do you want to leave the priesthood and take care of this kid, have said yes. Big hey, shocker. They just, Big shocker. Hey, fa- hey yeah. Father O'Shea, I know you're 50 and have no life skills besides being a priest, but do you want to try to join the workforce and take care of this kid? <laughs> Father, I'm yeah. going to give you yeah. two options. Option one, you stay in the priesthood. Uh, and we're just going to forget about this thing. Option two... You're gonna have to raise the baby. Yeah, yeah. keep living, keep right. living in the you big house to... behind the church, or take care of the kid. We'll just put this one in an orphanage. It never happens. You have to be accountable. Yeah. You have to be accountable for the first time in your life, or you can just continue fucking churchgoers right. behind the closed yeah. doors. All right. 
Uh, easy choice. Another fun fact. DNA testing is really the cause of all this shit coming out on a massive scale because the local priests can't hide from the DNA swab. You fucking scumbags. Finally, mm-hmm. you know, some of this shit's can't happening. run from it. So beginning. Th- yeah. So beginning Thursday, the Vatican is hosting a four day meeting to address all the sexual abuse problems within the church. Like we just talked about. What's crazy is that apparently the USA is the only country so far where they've switched to a zero tolerance policy. Four days. That's not yeah. enough time. Four, yeah. days. Enough days. <laughs> four days. They're going to solve all the problems. Don't worry. It's leap year. Pope, Pope's got it under control. Yeah. So starting um, promptly, so got to start promptly on time to get this thing. February 29th. We'll give you February 29th. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So maybe hopefully they can figure some of this shit out. Probably not. Let's take it to the Internet. Uh, I was just uh, scrolling for comments. And this one I came upon. It's not even about the Vatican, the, the sex stuff. It's about them allowing Islamic prayers in the church. And Ian Wham on Facebook had this to say, if you knew all the occult symbolism in the Vatican, as I do. You would not be surprised by this at all. As a former occultist, Mm. I can tell you that the Vatican at the highest levels has been a Luciferian cult for centuries, funded by God-fearing people who had no clue what they were actually supporting. Yeah, I've heard this theory before. I'm not. I bet you have. Conspiracy. (laughs) I was fishing for that. I figured you were on an email thread. What do you know about it, Wes? I don't. I don't know anything about it, but I've definitely heard about it. Pretty sure. Pretty sure Ian Wham's into flagellation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yikes. All right, but that's that on that one. Yikes. All right, so guys, the the spring color this year is racism. High fascism, racism. Uh, seems to be in the spring, and why not? Blackface, knit sweaters and sweatshirts with nooses for strings. Make a statement wherever you go. And that statement is that I have more money than brains and I will sue you if you touch me. I'm from Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> so first up, we have Gucci, an Italian designer brand. And if there is one thing we know about Italians is that they are the Mississippi of Europe. They love them some good old fashioned racism. Is that true? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, just watch any any yeah. Italian Premier League match or Serie A match, I should say, where uh, black players in the field because they'll just they'll just right. throw bananas on the field. Yeah. It's one of those uh, things that. You don't really people probably fantasize about Italy and how like progressive it is. It's not. Yeah, it, they're, they're more beautiful country. They're more racist yeah. than than they get down south. Honestly, countryside. Great um, line. Yeah. So it Food. showed it showed in their lineup of uh, black face knit sweaters, which when pulled over the face, simply gave the wearer classic blackface with red lips and all. <laughs> Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It was a real yeah. bad presto. <laughs> and at a cost of $890, how could you resist the great oh. deal on blatant racism and comfort? Well, at that price, you have to wear it at least twice. Yeah. These are high-end racists. Yeah. So, of course, these sweaters were immediately pulled from the gallows, I mean, uh, shelves, uh, to the dismay of racist fashionistas <laughs> everywhere. Um, mm. So, of course, Gucci ran to apologize, and their CEO, Marco Bazzari, uh, visited Harlem to meet with a group of black folks about Harlem the controversy. Classic. He yeah. went straight to Harlem. Yeah, yeah. that makes went it better. right to Harlem. I mean, come on, he just he, flipped, he took right to the source. To what do we do? Go to go to the Apollo. Go to the Apollo now. <laughs> flipped a coin. It was either Harlem or Flint, Michigan. Exactly. Yeah, no or Atlanta. To, no one's going um, to Flint. Let's yeah, be and, and so they launched ten scholarship programs in cities across the U.S. And so, like, nothing says I'm sorry about being racist, like offering underprivileged black youth five thousand bucks towards like a fifty thousand dollar education. So great job, Gucci. What's next? I don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah. Louis Vuitton. I'm pretty sure Louis Vuitton's going to yeah. get in on it with some something racist. Yeah. Just like a, yeah. Yeah. They're going to have the Dolce and Gabbana clan inspired robes. At these, there you go. At these yeah, prices, there you go. who yeah. can afford to be racist? You know, I got one more. Oh, you got, got another one. Ralph Lauren. 
Ralph Lauren's going to release a day laborer line for the summer. We should have attacked Tommy Hilfiger because he is a known racist, right? Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to go Tommy Hilfiger on that Ralph Lauren yeah. one, but anyway. anyway. Tommy Hilfiger just owns slaves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's really old. He doesn't look it, but he's old. Uh, but fashion just couldn't be held down by p- politically correct and sensible people, guys. Not according to Burberry, who recently launched their KKK line of noose hoodies at London's Fashion Week. <laughs> Uh, sending what looked like a sacrificial virgin white model with Illuminati symbols on her head and wearing a hoodie that had strings in the form of a noose down the runway for all to see. You guys see this shit? I didn't see it. You, no. got, you yeah, got to look at this thing. Oh, it's, my God. It's Great, a, crazy picture. It's a noose. It's a noose. On the, on the a weird piece of clothing. sweater. I normally yeah. cut the strings off my sweatshirts because I don't like them, and this would have been one I immediately cut off. Yeah, you mean yeah. you mean the, the noose? The noose. So I would immediately cut off the noose. Yeah, you would have needed like a fucking pair of head. I mean, you could see it for like you off. can see it from like thirty feet away. You're like that's it's a legit that's a noose. Rope. Big it's, noose. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. So uh, opponents yeah. of the of the hoodie, including the model that complained about the the hoodie but still strutted her stuff down the runway, said it invoked symbols of not only extreme racism but also suicide. Two things that Good seem point. to be on the rise in the world. Two bad, two yeah. sad, bad things. Who did yeah. she piss off? Yeah, she's right. Yeah. And, she's right. and in a complete bullshit statement from Ricardo Tishy, uh, Burberry's creative director, um, he also apologized, saying, quote, while the design was inspired by a nautical theme, <laughs> I realized that this w- it was insensitive. So, yeah, it was supposed to look like a rich person's yacht tie, yeah. but I realize now it looks pretty much like a typical noose. Ricardo Tishy said, mm. I'm Italian. Yeah. yeah. S- seafaring racists are the, are the worst <laughs> kind of racists yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, so going to the internet, and this one is just something that makes you go. Uh, Mike Patillo says it was supposed to be in honor of Kate Spade, Kate Spade and Burberry collab. Oh God! Uh, he, yeah. he posted sorry. that. And I'm sorry. Sat back and waited for the likes. Kate, I'm very very Kate sorry. Spade, uh, that, that's vicious. Kate, that's that's a. I mean, Kate Spade hung herself. For the few of you out there that don't know that, so yeah, guessing guessing Mike's single. Sorry about that. Let's get into the lightning <laughs> round. Yeah. All right, look, everyone's favorite time of the year is upon us, guys. That's tax season. Ooh. Just saying that word makes my testicles temporarily disappear into my body. Uh, I more or less have stopped checking the mail altogether out of fear that there's a letter from the IRS in there and haven't gotten one yet that I know of. Yeah, I, I recently got a check from the IRS randomly that's for like 550 bucks. That's a trap, yeah. Wes. It's going to be a rough, yeah, a be a rough tax year for yours truly over here. <sighs> According to the... Be- yeah, we're all going to get oh, we're fucked, all fucked this year. We're so, well... Who knows? Publicly, we pay our taxes. Come on. And according to the hardworking, sexy, beautiful saints, geniuses at the IRS, right? Uh, An average tax refund this year is down 8.4% compared to last year. Uh, Keep in mind, there's only like a week of data, so it's not that much news. But the main thing to keep an eye out for is an adjustment that you might be used to. So people that are used to getting like, you know, four grand back, you might not be getting that because of the new tax laws. Mm. Uh, The IRS is suggesting you do what's called a paycheck Check up, which sounds boring as shit, so I don't think a lot of people have done it. Not going to yeah. do it. No, not doing that. So, yeah, don't count your chickens this year. Uh, 16-year-old Nick Sandman, the teen that may or may not have smirked in the face of an old Native American guy who may or may not have been a Vietnam-era veteran because of a provocation that may or may not have been incited by Hebrew Israelites on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, is suing the Washington Post for $250 million. Aim high. Mm. Aim high, baby. Fun fact, that's the exact amount that Jeff Bezos paid to purchase the paper. What? So Sandman's going to own the post? Sandman owns the post. Is that what happened? If he wins. It's kind of a nutty lawsuit. the judge just say, you own the post now, Sandman? You own the post now, Sandman. Run it it as you see fit. Uh, The suit, (laughs) which is for uh, compensatory and punitive damages, claims that Sandman was targeted for being white. 
Uh, yeah, mm. In a post on their website titled, For Truth, For Justice, For Nicholas, Sandman's attorneys made it clear that this is the first of many suits. It is only the beginning. For fuck's sake. Targeted yeah. for being white? The, yeah. Yeah, the frivolous lawsuits really making white people uh, look a lot better, Sandman. You're really changing the narrative. Real sympathetic here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, a lot of Americans are frustrated with Washington these days. And uh, Goodlow Sutton, a name that doesn't sound racist, the editor of a small Alabama paper, has an unconventional approach to setting things straight. His solution? What? Simple. The Klan needs to ride again. Uh, yeah. Goodlow outlined his plan oh, wow. in an editorial <laughs> article with the same name in his paper, The Democrat Reporter. Uh, yeah. Goodlow's unhappy about Democrats in the Republican Party and just plain Democrats trying to raise taxes in Alabama. And he's not happy about the socialist communist ideology. Socialism, you're on notice. Uh, he mm. then went on to make like a bizarre analogy claiming that freed slaves would oftentimes borrow their masters, clanhoods and horses and ride if justice needed to be served, which. Clayton Bigsby style. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's essentially saying that uh, <laughs> everyone respects the hood. It's scary. Both slaves and whites can use it as a tool to shut down the opposition. Freed everyone slaves. loves a robe. Freed everyone slaves loves on acid. acid. Look at Burberry. Like, look at yeah, everyone loves a robe. Uh, when the man was questioned by CNN on whether or not he'd written the article, Sutton went on record saying, yeah, I wrote it. <laughs> and then he declined to provide any additional information or explanation whatsoever. Uh, that's Sutton for now, you. He did, however, give a more in-depth interview to his hometown paper, the Montgomery Advisor, stressing that he wasn't calling for hangings of all Americans, just the socialist communists. Okay. We need some people to do oh. the hanging. Someone's yeah, someone's yeah. got to be there okay. to hang you. Uh, and that's Hard Factor, guys. So the official Hard Factor mugs, as Hard Factor Will alluded to at the top of the show, are available for sale now in the Barstool store. These mugs are made of special designed opaque ceramics so you can't see what's inside the mug so your boss or wife won't know if it's whiskey not coffee yeah it also has this Key. new technology that makes the whiskey smell go away mm -hmm. from from your breath yeah or if, you're, or if you're in colorado poison Ooh. i don't get it okay. uh okay. friendly reminder if we get 105 star reviews on itunes before thursday at 5 p.m we'll be doing a friday bonus episode here are a couple favorite reviews from this week uh our boy Friday Pod says, only fair of you guys to finish me off on Friday. Wait, finish me off on Fridays so I'm not left high and dry. Okay, uh, let's get Friday sessions going. Yeah. El Prez, please make these guys full time. And then my other yes. favorite one from Full of Surprises is mm. they don't sound as fat as they look. Uh, again, that's <laughs> that's Hard Factor. Follow us at, at Hard Factor News on Twitter and Instagram and have a great fucking day. Do it. You play the guitar on it.